<laughs> Hello and a big warm welcome to you. This is Marion Rose and today I'm so excited to be talking to Brett Darnesh. Welcome, Brett. Hi, Marion. Thanks. Oh, hello. <laughs> we're, we're having a little laugh beforehand. Giggle. Uh, we've known each other for quite some time, haven't we, Brett? We didn't talk about that beforehand. How many, how many years will it be? About oh, 30? Wow. 30 yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Just trying to remember. Sorry. It was before Jamala was born. Yes. Wasn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah, and Sonny was born. Oh, so Sonny was already born. So maybe it was more like 12 years yeah. ago, I think. Yeah. Um, but we haven't actually spoken really for quite a long time. So I'm really looking forward to getting to yeah. here. A recent yep. conversation. Uh, you probably noticed I've been asking everyone their, how they got into aware parenting in the first place. So I'd love to hear if you're happy to share what, what brought you to the doorstep of aware parenting. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I consider myself pretty lucky in that way because I got introduced to aware parenting before children, before I had a child. So, um, <clears throat> and that came about because, well, I noticed um, in my work in environmental management and science uh, that there was some barriers, psychological barriers in... Um, sort of moving forward or being more effective with community programs and things like that. And so that drew me to studying holistic counseling and a master's in social ecology, which was all about those kind of things. Mm. And it was in the master's. What is social ecology? What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that, um, it's very difficult to define. It's always evolving. It's just, uh, it's almost emergent in itself, yes, I can which imagine. is a big part of it. Um, yeah. But in general, it's, um, I guess some of the principles around it are, are looking at the interrelationships from the personal, the social level to the environment level and beyond. Mm, um, spiritual realms or yes. different ways of knowing and um, something that really struck me that was unique about it was um, learning to bring about social change without imposing agenda even your good agenda is that oh, what they would say interesting so it's more about supporting other people's benign agendas so that to me straight away and oh. it's more difficult to write about than what I thought like mm. to really embody that and put things into practice as you're writing and learning through that yes, yes. Wow. so it's no no surprise aware parenting came up in that yes yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> yeah yeah, I, I just remember sitting in a lecture listening to Stuart Hill, who is um, a big part of social ecology back when I studied. He's retired from that university now. Yes. And he was explaining, um, yeah, the processes that were involved with the way of parenting, but putting it in the context of, um, yeah, the bigger picture of things, of um, our psychosocial evolution as a species on the planet, how we relate with each other and how, um, yeah, the importance of emotional release and being connected. And so he was talking about his, that's how he uh, related with his grandchildren and mm. um, talked about the bliss that would come across them after they're crying and really listening to them and, and being mm. with them. Yeah, like, wow, mm. that's really fascinating. And so that was a year before my first child. Wow, and I love that you can remember. It's those moments <clears> that those have such an impact, where you can literally remember hearing that from him the first time. Mm. Yep, yep. And then, yeah, and then over the years, I always see a reference to Aletha's work in um, his papers and things. Yeah. And he's written like over 
400 and something papers. Oh, really? Wow. Academic papers, yeah. 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 Mm. And, um, so that just went hand in hand with all the <laughs> principles. Yes. It's the title of the talk. So, yes. Because that's where perfect. it started perfect. for me. Perfect. I love that. And it's still very alive. Yeah, so wonderful. I'm particularly interested because I've kind of going more that way now. I'm really getting mm. more and more interested in more the social and the bigger picture. And, and so I'm particularly interested to hear, <laughs> hear, hear more about your journey. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So do you want to share more about then your history in terms of being a dad? Or do you want to talk more about about? And I imagine they'll kind of intersperse anyway, but more about these, how you see these things all interweaving. Where would you like mm. to go next? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that sounds like a good place to start is the journey as a father. Journey, yes. there, there is, uh, <laughs> I do, I'm starting to already feel a little bit of hesitation because of how it started in the hospital system. So, which is sort of not related to where parenting but it is <laughs> mm, ah. i hear the reluctance mm. Mm. yeah <laughs> and and in a way it was because i was introduced to these things like aware parenting for, um before having a child because i i read the aware baby and it's got a um you know it starts before birth yes in that book so yeah. those things were put into practice and, and and all my values and the way i saw things it really um i hadn't had um well the experience or an, the number of friends who have been through um hospital systems so they didn't really hear the stories but um so the reluctance is because, I, you know, I found it quite shocking as a father in the hospital system, um, in the way I was treated and just the way we both were treated. Mm. Um, and yeah, I'm just. Mm. And I really appreciate you sharing, Brett, because mm. often, you know, I hear and I don't know, I tell myself we hear a lot more from, from mothers about mm. their experiences. And I, I think I haven't heard so many um, dads talk about that. So I appreciate mm. you doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess part of it, um, it felt like, because we had a very clear birth plan before we went in. Some of the staff read it and respected it, some didn't, and they were really pushing drugs and things like that. And I had awareness of, of my partner not, you know, you know, going into the birthday is you, you don't want to be engaging with the cognitive things and fighting off people. So I was stepping in with that, and then that turned into them. Uh, having me try to leave the room so they could question uh about whether there's uh domestic violence involved and really wow and i, I wasn't being like <laughs> um aggressive at all <laughs> so so you're you're that was to the be like advo advocate for the mother of your children and and yeah uh, the whole experience yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, so then that was all met with suspicion and, mm. um, anyway, and then it ended up being a cesarean birth. And so we went through all that and that was, you know, that was very touching and beautiful the whole birthing, even though it was sort of went sideways in that. Yes. And I, so I was the one bonding with my son for the first hour i guess yeah um and that, that was a very deep um moving experience even though it was you know partly very traumatizing because i knew that you know the bonding with the mother was very important in that those stages yes. Yes. um <clears throat> and then moving 
through. So we're still in the hospital system and I was just getting comments and shaming and all sorts of things throughout the whole experience about picking up my baby, going to make a a rug for your own back or something. I can't remember that saying, but all those kind of sayings. Yeah. And then laughed at by some of the nursing staff about, um, you know, they'd say, oh, you, you come back here when they're seven years old or something like that. They're, they're making all sorts oh, of oh. sarcastic comments. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ouch. So, yeah, it was a painful experience. And, um, you know, in reflection, it's like, yeah. And, and I know that other fathers experience these kind of things as well yes and other parents in general yes you have completely different value systems and 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 world views around you know that that special time yes it was very early early days yeah um because there's also some of their policies about putting babies in cribs and yeah, yeah Yeah, so that that whole experience was a big shock because I had been reading up on all this other literature and learning about other people's experiences through home birthing. And yes, it was completely different. I thought, oh, well, yeah. and um, all the uh, some of the more modern views of midwifery and things like that. So yeah. I was kind of expecting them to be all up on it. Yeah. That's so, no. so you have to yeah, really hear that the shock, and I'm really hearing as well. You're holding that kind of systemic perspective that, but you know, in almost that first experience of seeing how the system was still mm. based on more old-fashioned. Um, yes, this is yeah, yeah. It's big, big mm. surprise. Yeah, <laughs> so here. But in in some ways, this is why I, I'm so grateful for how much you've contributed to um, aware parenting in Australia and how many, like it's just starting to really take off. Because like I'm just reflecting now, like, oh, imagine stepping into this world where you could connect with so many people that get it, that understand um, aware parenting and, and similar. Yeah ways of being with children isn't it no, i was just remembering we all go back to no no it's early days of yahoo group yes yes just, i don't know how many of us there were but not that many that was yeah. that was a yeah i i really appreciate having that all group right. around me at that time because i didn't have okay people in my community yeah, around that yeah. i appreciated having that there's, there's yeah many close friends i still have from that time many people started yeah. the partnerships are still going like, and again that would that would have been the yeah 12 ish whatever years ago so yeah. before face well i had facebook started then anyway i don't mm. think so no that's why no. yahoo groups were the thing back then yes right? they were <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 Mm. Yeah, and it's so amazing to be still in touch with so many of those people. Yeah. Seeing everyone yeah. with their teenagers. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that mm. was my journey into that. Yes. Into fatherhood. Yeah. Mm. Wow. But there's a whole other journey that happened. Yes. That comes with. Aware parenting. All aware parents know that way. Our children bring our things that we that's next for us to learn and grow from, or I should say, unlearn more than. It's so often, it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, often it is. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I found that so profound. Yeah. They, um, just some of the things that come up from when I was at that age 
It's like so Pacific, and it's like they've been handed a. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they, they, it's in the genetics, and the exact thing, what to do and what to say, yes. to bring it up, and it's there. Hi, Dad. Here's your next yeah. piece. <laughs> yeah, next piece of work to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I've really enjoyed embracing that side. Have of it. you? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Yeah. Are you happy to share any more about? Because I know sometimes we can, <clears throat> some, mm. we can almost be dragged kicking and screaming into the embracing and see it more like, oh, no. Is there anything you can share about how you have enjoyed embracing it and had that perspective? Is mm. the invitation to unlearn? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's something in the process that it's like a, things are happening concurrently for me through the journey. Mm-hmm. So in the process of being there for my children when they uh, have some emotional upsets and stress or tantrums and, and being there with them, uh, accepting their emotions, offering empathy and maybe even boundaries at times, yes. you know, but empathetically. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's what happens with them. So with that, that absolute bliss in their eyes and, and what overcomes their body as everything, the stresses are, are released. Yes. And having that experience with them, it, it concurrently sort of has um, enabled me to deeply, more deeply uh, embrace doing that for myself. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's <laughs> completely. And it's sort of like not chicken yes. or the egg. It just yeah. sort of happened together yes. uh, as, as it went. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Mm. Mm. And had you done, do you mind if I ask, because I know I'm being really kind of um, more gender stereotypical here. So my apologies uh-huh. if it doesn't fit for anyone listening, but in terms of, you know, if we're just looking at men and women, let's just kind of go mm-hmm. that there for now for simplicity's sake. But, you know, in our culture, has Germany been, uh, in this colonized culture, often boys have been more shamed for crying or having feelings have been you know more there's been more punishment and shaming and often with dads um that can be more challenging to connect with feelings and be able to listen to the feelings of children i wonder did you have had you done kind of any emotional listening you know had your feelings heard crying that kind of thing before where parenting because i think it's often for men seems to be as a gross over generalization mm. more mm. challenging <laughs> yes yeah as generalizing it, it is I, I, you know there's a lot of truth to that you know you'd have the bell curve yeah. so in the middle of that bell curve is definitely yeah. Yeah. towards that end yes. <laughs> and there's definitely people on the other side of it exactly. um yeah. <clears throat> and that was my experience you know childhood and things um yeah crying and, and and not just from my parents but a culture at large at school wherever you went you know it was not acceptable yeah and it's very different to back then it, yeah it's very different and i look at some of the sports stars the come out the very masculine kind of sporty types and they you know, they would be in media with tears and emotions these yeah. days. Yeah. I don't think that was very common back no. when I was a child. Yeah. Um, I don't recall it anyway. No. Um, there was a lot crazy. of teasing and shaming. Yeah. That, that's what I remember. And um, the, the more acceptable emotions were, of course, aggression and, yeah. and anger coming yeah. out at <laughs> others yeah. <laughs> or even being on the receiving end from the adults okay yeah around us i think yeah that you know 
boys were more uh, probably received a lot more of that. Yes. <clears throat> so, and I, I do remember some of those processes with my own children in tantrums and anger and um, those things would come up for me. I find it very difficult and challenging yeah. because, you know, cognitively I could, I knew what was happening and, and things, but the body memory, yes. <laughs> it can't sort of go again. It does what it wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> to that up and starts repainting the way you see things. And yes. so, um, yeah, I think, yeah, that's a very challenging part of it. But I, again, I'm so thankful for aware parenting because I introduced this so early yes. and able to have that functioning part of my brain to go, hang on, <laughs> just slow down. You know, I, I had tools because before, like as I mentioned earlier, I started with holistic counselling. Yes. as well so there's a lot of inner child yeah. work in that okay yeah um learning and so i had tools yeah. at my hands when yeah. things uh, when i found it challenging to be with my children to be able to uh, sort of step away and then work through my own things right yeah yeah, not hundred percent perfect. No, well, no, that's part of it. It's so um, helpful, isn't it, to have both the, the cognitive understanding and the and the emotional mm. tools. I mean, I don't. I, I often think, gosh, I can't even imagine what it'd be like not having had that context and like you reading it whilst I was before actually having a, a baby. It's like I imagine how it's challenging enough as it is, but without actually having those really clear ways of understanding mm, children' yeah. and feelings and behaviors so helpful isn't it yeah yep and and then that brings it yeah bring it back to yourself as well it's just and it's just the same to, to yeah, being yeah. that acceptance of yeah. <laughs> even when things go a bit haywire, yes, yeah, yep. And just with that understanding, because that primal nervous system that really reacts, it's designed to be faster than our higher order thinking. It's there to protect us. And yes. So in a sense, we're never going to get ahead of it. <laughs> <laughs> we can shorten the time it takes to sort of catch up with it. That's for sure. And not let it run. And then, because I, I have, yeah, at times supported some parents that they end up in a, in a bit of a loop because I feel um, that I have acceptance for that yeah. have uh, happened because okay. the ideals uh, yeah. of, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've damaged my child and then it's all the self-guilt. Yeah. And that, but to me, um, those principles underlying aware parenting is about the repair and recovery. And yes. so, you know, when we make the, you know, have these upheavals in relating with anybody, yeah. including our children, yes. and we can come back to that and, and share open heartedly when we're in a more calm state, not coming from, a state where the nervous system's like, you know, in the survival mode. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Mm. And you talked there about other relationships too. I know you wanted to bring that in in terms of um, not just the the, the uh, parent-child relationships, but the bigger picture as well. Do you do you want to mm. about that? Sure. Um, Yeah, to me, I can apply, it's almost like, yeah, I can just, through the experience, the embodied experience of having that deep relating 
and trust with the children through the process of, you know, there's some big energies in young children, especially in, because they're going through such different um, phases of life, like very big changes early in mm-hmm. life. You know, I think of from being really helpless sort of babies that can't do much and need full support to those times when they're transitioning into like walking and crawling and then, you know, and, and then the words come and then they, they want to be, you know, speaking what they want. And, um, mm. I yeah, love how you so put that really articulating the, the, the speed and the, and the hugeness of those, those changes because of, uh, and I imagine, you know, when I'm thinking of your big picture because mm. of us being two leggeds and, and how that shifted around, you know, how we, we need very early to we come in very helpless, but we very quickly need to be able to do things. And I, I really liked how you described that. I'm not sure I've really heard it that clearly, the, the speed mm. at which that change happens. Yeah. And, so and the bigness being, of the feelings that relate to that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, suddenly there's all this capacity and potential, isn't there? Yes, yeah. And this is what I'm go- I was going to mention. But then in family life and dynamics and things that are happening and needing to, get, you know, it's just everyday life of yes. needing to go to the shops to get things and there's certain hours of times, appointments. And then, you know, the small child that's suddenly got all this friend you know, they're not really concerned about getting the next meal ahead of time or, or that you've got an appointment. So then there's this, uh, yeah, deep frustrations and frustrating in developmental needs as well. That's another thing. And, um, yeah, what were we talking about? It's best to be talking about. Well, well, do you know what? I, <laughs> other I, I love it. I, but no, but I love okay. where you're going because uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's all part of it. The <clears throat> I remember when yeah. I first realised, and it was probably not, it was only a few years ago, and I really went, when I started seeing the bigger picture more and more, and that, of mm. course, that's all part of colonised culture and actually more industrialised culture, this whole thing of so much of the stress is actually in family mm. life and then that are put on or on parents but also on small children around autonomy yes. and choice yes most of us are in nuclear families where mm-hmm. we, we go to shop to get food where there's mm-hmm. you know, one or two parents with one or many children and so yep. much of the, the 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 struggles around autonomy and choice are because of that fundamentally because of that setup aren't they if we live in a yes in a bigger culture where there are multiple adults and multiple teens and people of all ages then it's then i'm not idealizing it but in terms of some of the mm particular frustrations that happen in in modern families i think a lot of that you know would be very different because we you know we might go and gather our food and there are plenty of other adults hanging yes. out with the, with the toddlers and yeah know, just, <laughs> and the little ones are you know trailing behind yes collecting berries as well exactly. and, and they're learning own... about the ecology and <laughs> yes you know it's so the, different the life yeah 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 so it really yes it is very that, different. which i imagine yeah. you've come from having that bigger picture and seeing that as i'm kind of going, going the other direction mm, yes <laughs> yeah and, and the other thing that was reminding me there you know the those power struggles and the yeah. the loving limits and and but one of my favorite things coming out of the attachment play things is the power reversal games it's just that's my sort of staple is it is it (laughs) (laughs) almost yeah because of these things that um it's sort of beyond and you know children not thinking about all these things so and it's not practical to you know because they say we're in these nuclear family so um it's impossible to in modern life and the way things are um it's very difficult to allow that uh freedom and autonomy and 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 even so there'll be still like you know there's times for boundaries (laughs) yes um 
and they're learning and, and they don't understand where those boundaries are. Um, so those yeah. frustrations come up. Yeah. I'm trying to get back to the okay, track okay. Where, where I was <laughs> with that. <laughs> but it's the, um, <laughs> it was the embodiment of those processes and experiences with kids. That, yes. And, and um, I, guess, I guess like in friendships and intimate relationships, there's different levels of... Um, power imbalances, accidental ones, unconscious ones. And, you know, I can apply those sort of principles as well. I get very playful sometimes with Avalon, my own partner. Yes. When there's things that come up, um, we can, because of the experience with using that in a way of parenting, I can bring that into an adult context as well yeah yeah because laughter laughter is so healing isn't it so healing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love it's that it's just you, a wonderful so wonderful are you happy to share an example that's that's um that you know you would feel comfortable to share on, on this <laughs> to the to these listeners <laughs> mm. around using maybe power kind of a power of us a game in a way with avalon yeah, I'm trying to think of one. Mm, not, can't remember one. It's mm. not nothing coming to no, me yeah. specifically. Yeah. Um, or in just in generalizations of like bringing things in and being a bit, a bit playful. Yeah. Them and yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of one specifically with Avalon. Uh, but one's coming through that, yeah, like yeah. that, involved the whole family. Okay. More than, yeah. I guess everyone was involved, but not yeah. really. But I, I was studying um, my graphics design work, and I had a lot of assignments to, and took on way too much, like because, um, yeah, I could have chosen my own limits and how far I went with a project, and. <clears throat> It was all due and I was stressed out in the office and <clears throat> other kids were being noisy. I can't remember exactly what happened, but I came out of the office and um, I was really grumpy and I was kind of surprised at how I said things. Like there was so much energy in it and I saw the reaction with the kids. So I was like, really shocked and yes then that shocked me because i got the reflection back i went oh <laughs> and i went back in my office i really needed to get this other thing done but and and i i just felt like oh i didn't know how to sort of respond to that and re make the reconnect because it felt like they backed off like you, i think they even physically stayed back. <laughs> <laughs> and um anyway while i was in there because i had all the graphics software open and yes. i designed this werewolf mask with big teeth gnarly teeth and, and um, even blood dripping off it <laughs> ferocious <laughs> so i printed up this mask <laughs> and then I came out as this scary like <laughs> werewolf crawling around chasing them around the house <laughs> <laughs> because it was so immediate and like, like it was i was just in tears and laughter and, and that's the indicator isn't it you yeah. have so it's much fun very cool it. laughter yeah mm. yeah and then when, once all the laughter died down and, and and things like that i was able to connect and and explain give them a little bit more information about where i came from and yeah. that um i don't, don't want to be talking to them like that yeah oh <laughs> yay it's yeah. wonderful when those ideas just come <clears throat> like those those fun ideas just let them the, that download comes and then i love that and you just went mm. with it like full full 100 <laughs> percent. yeah yeah yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you can take those sort of things with a friend or a, you know intimate partner yes that that gives the symbolization of yes of it and then play with it 
and just have fun. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I remember again, and I think I even shared this in one another on these, so apologies if <clears throat> anyone's heard this one. I remember when we were at one of the aware parenting camps, can't remember if it's the first mm. or the second one, and uh, the father of my children and I had just split up. So there were you know, obviously lots of feelings still there for both of us. And mm. remember, do you remember there at the lake, there was the kayaks, and he was in one of the kayaks oh, yes. and I was on the land and we had those big water shooting yep. things and we just both went for it. We were just blasting each other with water and laughing hysterically. And it was just so mm. wonderful to be able to express that, those feelings yes. in ways that were so like healthy and like, uh, you know, our children were there could be just, you know, witnessing that and just to mm -hmm. let it out and laugh and laugh and laugh so much. It was yes. Like, so wonderful <laughs> and the children witnessing it see? Oh, yeah, this yeah, is another, exactly. yeah, yeah yeah but i find it it's interesting our children we probably see this as normal they don't <laughs> see it as like anything different yeah, like, of course <laughs> this is what you do yeah. <laughs> but yeah i remember that yeah that was a good example i'm glad somebody came up with one <laughs> Okay. Yeah, the aware parenting camp. Wow, <laughs> that was another. That, that was another amazing time for me in yeah. in my aware parenting journey. From being only connected through Yahoo groups and not really anyone around, there was Lee, and Aww. I think that was about it. Yeah, <laughs> around locally. Yes, but to have that experience of you know, was it five days for the first camp? Oh, Something like that. Forgotten how long they were. And I just found it so easy, and there was like big emotions. And <laughs> there was that everywhere. everywhere. I remember that. There's a few things I remember. One of them was I remember almost anywhere you could go that that so <laughs> a child would, would be there with a loving parent, just having a big cry. There's somewhere or other because there were a lot of families there. So of course, yeah. at any point in the day, someone or sometimes the adults will be there having a big cry being yes. held by another adult. I mean, there's a, yeah. a lot of emotional expression happening, isn't there? And it's just yes. so normal to see just around. Mm. And you know, imagine, as you say, imagine if we were standing, you know, went out to the shops and. There was a few people crying, someone being held, a two-year-old mm. having a and people sitting lovingly with them. It'd be a pretty different experience, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll be reminiscing. I haven't really reminisced with anyone about those camps for a while. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know, it reminds me, of, it was a direct experience of that, you know, it takes a village yeah. to raise a child. To me, it's like raising everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and even the word raise is kind of interesting, isn't it? We could yeah. ground as well, ground and love mm -hmm. and holds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm, yeah. That brings me to yes. like the whole idea that the of community level. Yes. And a part of the title that we're here talking yes. about is sustainability and ecology. Yes. Yes. Even though I studied environmental science so many decades ago, <laughs> all the things are becoming even more important now. They're really, really important back then. But um, I think like, you know, the extinction levels and um, climate change and there's a whole swag of environmental issues that are really really getting critical yes. and what some of the really important parts is um we need as a collective um we need to be really creative finding new solutions and that's not you know there's a lot of sort of work and focus on um, efficiency and substitution, like efficiency, with, it's just getting more efficient, but it's in the same paradigm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> substitution might be like uh, using something that's less damaging, but it's still the same thing. And then, um, but we really need to move into something far more creative and, and looking at complete 
different ways, complete redesign of things. And this is where, um, you know, where parenting really comes in because it's, for me, um, when people uh, are more free of their emotional stresses and things, they, they are more creative and look at things completely different. But not only that, with the environment, um, <clears throat> their empathy is much larger than themselves. Because if we're really stressed, it's very difficult to extend. <clears throat> we don't have energy for that. Mm. But it's very easy um, for somebody that's been, you know, held in a safe environment um, to extend that to other beings on the planet and that you know and we're all in it together um to yeah it works as an ecology mm, i love that so yeah yeah really i'm kind of very excited where this is going Oh, and, and 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 seeing where you know how much aware parenting is growing and other um, similar forms like you know hand in hand parenting things like that it, it's um, and like the psycho historians have shown you know that we are progressing the important bit we we're stepping right into that different paradigm where it's not um, imposing agendas not imposing anything but it's supporting in partnership from very early on as a child. The, oh. You know, we might have our ideals and, and, and things as parents of what we, we see, but it's very different to, try, you know, discover their innate um, things that bring them joy in life and keep supporting that and being really curious mm. and you know if you extend that to a whole community in a, at a social level the potential just blows my mind really <laughs> yeah wow yeah i i have to mm. hearing you talk mm. yeah and that's to me that is just so needed it really is. I, I've tried to articulate it um, many years ago at some different environmental kind of meetings, transition towns, and, nice. and people weren't grasping the, the, what I was trying to um, say about these things. So I was like more looking at technology or getting back to just yeah. like permaculture as a separate thing. Yes. To me, none of it's separate. <laughs> It's the human beings, isn't it? That are <coughs> mm. where we're the ones and it's the children, isn't yeah. it? But I love what you're really, what I really hear you saying is that if we support children right from the beginning, which is so much I love about aware parenting and what you said as well, is like we, we're, we're kind of unlearning all of this, so much of this um, societal constructs and actually mm. our ch children are the ones that, that can teach us that and show us that so that we can support them to mm. to unfold and to be creative and to come up with creative solutions and to be free to be in that creative space i i, I so see that with my children compared to me i, I imagine you do as well they just have so much more yeah. capacity to stay at something that they don't know or they don't know the answer to without you know going into painful thoughts mm. or feelings around it that that creative impulse is so much more mm. um fresh and, and unsullied mm. in them <laughs> it reminds me of the um tinker school oh yeah have you heard about that i have but i don't know very much about it and just the a natural way that um i can't remember the person that was running it facilitating yeah. but he he was observing how the kids would come to a problem um so tinker school just for, in case people don't know it, it's so like uh it's kind of like free play with power tools and timber and resources and and the adults are only there if the children really need help with something yeah. so in this case the, the kids wanted to build 
a uh, like a timber roller coaster. So wow. that's a big project. That's a big project. <laughs> <laughs> the adults don't really guide it. So um, what he observed would happen, they get to a problem, get almost, they get to the edge of the frustration. Yes. And then they'd all naturally do something like start painting the train parts that they just started building oh. instead of, you know, really focusing oh, really like strongly on, yeah. on the, on the um, problem that they were facing. They yeah. just started more relaxing and having fun and painting. And then suddenly it was solved, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like, amazing. It's kind of almost it's like that trust, different way. trust that it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Or that they, they, they notice their energy is going in a way that's very kind of going to, it's just going to be getting stuck and not really go anywhere so I could imagine, you know, in, in yeah. a workplace, yeah. yeah, working on some really difficult problems. Like I, I used to work in environmental science, cause, so there was all sorts of difficulties yes. there. But it was all science-driven. Yes. But it just makes me wonder what would happen if yeah. people were free to be really creative and exactly. break out the crayons. And yeah. <laughs> Have a little run. Play, do some yeah, rough and tumble in the garden. Somebody <laughs> will go, oh, nature. Yeah, I got it. Got that is, isn't it? Often where the where the moments of inspiration come from, something yeah. entirely, entirely different. I really love that. Yeah, and it's not like children were the only ones. I mean, Albert Einstein and yeah, that, I was that thinking very <laughs> knew that play was like exactly. key. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you know, I'm also thinking of the, um, the, those, <clears throat> the hole in the wall experiments where they did was it in, in India with the computers in the wall. Did you ever see those ones? Oh, yeah. So yes, I they I were did. amazing. That similar thing where they yep. just put a computer in a wall and they could just have like really basic access. And I think it was back in the day and it was only in English or something. And it was mm. children in some little Indian village didn't have any English and they would just play and the older children would work out things and they would show the younger children by it was after six months or something you know they could all just do you know massive amounts of stuff because they just worked out and played yeah and taught each yeah. other how to do it I think some of them like coding yeah they were doing this too, massive like, they were going they were being asked questions they go oh no we can't do that and just came out with all this amazing stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it brings us back to autonomy, isn't it? Autonomy. And being supported in, you know, what we, what we, our desires and, you know, the, and that, yeah. that was a really important part of social ecology. And not yeah. often Stuart Hill um, would point to the Peckham experiment, oh, yeah. which occurred in the 20s. Yeah for about 15 years and it was an interesting study it was uh, because it was a couple of doctors looking into what causes health which is an interesting way of looking at things <laughs> anyway <laughs> i love that doctors in itself. Usually look they're creative <laughs> that in itself isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <clears throat> and something about that experiment it was a um it was kind of like a social center with lots of activities for families. And there was over a thousand families there and it had glass walls. So there was a lot of transparency and freedom. There was no real rules. Yeah. Except, you know, looking after each other and, and simple things like that. And um, so there was a lot of support for all different ages in their windows of transformation, like puberty, birth, pregnancy, things like that. Um, mm. Relationships were supported, um, but there was no real rules around the activities and things like that. People were really free to do what they want. And they found there was like a massive amount of creativity, mm. um, hardly any competitive game playing. With the, yeah. Even, competitive star board games 
like a child would be playing it and then actually change the game so it lasts longer, not to win. <laughs> and, and <laughs> it's amazing. Um, and over that 15 years, there was no marriage breakdowns. There's wow. not one incident of bullying wow. or anything like that. Um, all these, yeah, just amazing, amazing outcomes about supporting people's own benign agendas. Mm, it it was not the domination culture. That was a shift. And that was back in the 20s. Yeah, 1926, so I think it began. Yeah. And there's a lot of books on it because they took meticulous notes, wow. notes and notes and notes about all sorts of aspects. And they're really wanting to understand what brings health, but then they found mm -hmm. all these other things. These other amazing things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. and, you, and you talked about the domination culture because we, I came to that term through Marshall Rosenberg and NBC mm. I imagine you might have done too because I know we have a shared yeah. passion for NBC as well Yeah, and really understanding that, that where parenting is, is really the opposite of that because it's the domination system the way I see it is all about disconnection and power over in a way mm -hmm. it's all about connection and power with and so yes that's what I really hear happened in the Beckham experiment and that amazing yeah. that happened from that. The, yes. The yes. harmony and creativity and Yeah. Yeah. It, it 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 fascinates me that it's like this really detailed study and you know, it's just sort of like brush the side. No, no. I often think they don't know about paradigm shifts about it taking time, you know, like with Galileo and things like that, that it does take it is a massive paradigm shift, isn't it? That we're yes, about here, it is. that, that it it does take time and sudden and sometimes it can actually then suddenly start just going ding, 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 mm -hmm. and suddenly does happen even though it seemed to be really slow. So yeah. Yeah. I'm holding that intention. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm starting to feel it and yeah. see it. Yeah. Um, just with, especially with um, the work you've been doing, just so many people are connected with what what you've been doing. So it's, and that's really exciting because I know what it was like back in the year. <laughs> just it was rare to find people. Yeah, I understood that big yeah. shift. Yeah. You know, I, especially with relatives and things. I, I'm sure it's still a struggle for a lot of parents. Yeah. Still, like, you know, when um, you've got all those uh, labelling and, and judgments of kids, like whether they're good or bad and those sort of things. Mm. Yeah, definitely, definitely things are shifting, aren't they? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, um, mm. anything else that you would really would have would like to speak today and that you might otherwise go away and go, do oh, you know what? I really wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. Probably a million. I mean, the, the topic this, of it. Is, it's, it's so you know, wide. It's we big. Could, we could have a whole series. We could have a 10 mm. part series to this conversation and still have more to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be, there, there is one aspect, I guess, is the, Hmm. The effect of that more more connection, more love, more empathy, more trust that it's that happens for people, for the children, and for your own self in, in society. You know, you can be having that embodied experience that where parenting gives you. Mm. There's something, quite, yeah, special about that mm. <laughs> in the journey of it, yeah. because it's, um, yeah, I'm not sure what to say, but yeah, there, there's the more, I guess the, the deeper that we go and connecting with our kids, taking them through some of those less enjoyable things like, you know, a tantrum that might last for 40 minutes or something. It can be quite intense and 
people find that difficult and and but there's the other side of it and i think that brings so much more joy love you know a lot more cooperation and uh connection with kids mm. and i i do notice coming people coming from different paradigms I like i keep hear all these messages along the way oh wait till they're two years old <laughs> wait till they're five wait till they're seven you know and then i i was waiting you know <laughs> wait till they're teens or you know eye rolling and things and i'm I love to try and connect with those parents, mm. but um, yeah, and all the way along, you know, like so. Luna's seventeen now, mm. and there's been none of the um, mm. things that I've been told will happen yes. at all. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, it's <sighs> so amazing. Yeah. And I, I'm sure you're, you know, bathing in it with Lana and Sunny as they're mm. coming into, you know, moving towards adulthood. Mm. Yes. It's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Lana's 18. This is so different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's 18. Mm. In a way, so sad, isn't it, that we, again, those cultural perceptions of, children of all different ages that are so judgmental and harsh and that that can become as part of that system um self-fulfilling yeah. prophecies when actually yeah that's not our true nature at all as human beings no. that we're not we're not we're, we're that's right we're loving and present we love to you know all the things you're talking about the vision that to to be creative mm. and to help each other and to to love each other you know i know it sounds a little bit idealistic but you know that is who we really are and the more Mm. experiences we have of connection and expression of our feelings and support to follow what we love the more we can live that mm. nature and and, yeah. and importantly the, the um, challenges that we have at our feet right now we really need that we do. to work together <laughs> we lovingly really with lots of empathy yes <laughs> mm. Yeah, because I can feel that the yeah. the the stress of what yes is happening. Yes, you know that, that's hard to ignore, and especially when I was working with it day in day out. Yeah. <laughs> it was very difficult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, <clears throat> yeah. And how you say, you know, you were talking before about, you know, how we can, if we're going into more of a fight or flight, that is you know, mm. a really different experience. So supporting our bodies and our psyches and our nervous systems. Mm as we traverse all these things that are happening on a bigger mm -hmm. environmental and cultural level. It's so important, isn't it, to, to understand yes. how to support ourselves to, to move through, you know, mm -hmm. like recently here in Australia, all the, the bushfires and things, and you know, to actually mm. understand how the, the psyche works to, to heal and supporting children with that too. I mean, these are really important things to yeah. have as our resources and allies, aren't they? Mm-hmm yeah and yeah and to be able to you know respond with clarity right? to know. Oh. yes respond because, with clarity yes yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it can be very easy to respond with fear or power over just as in uh, mm -hmm. as you're talking i'm thinking you know again if we're as you're doing so beautifully we if we take our experiences as parents and how you know if we've navigated many times which i know i have of mm -hmm. oh i want to move into power over here or and yeah. times i have done that and times i've been yes. powerlessness <laughs> or dissociation or <coughs> given up on my needs and felt resentful mm -hmm. and, and navigating that enough times to get more proficient you know not saying to 100 percent of the time to be able to stay connected with myself and my needs and their needs and loving and compassionate with all of us that's a great practice ground, isn't it, for them being able to do that on this bigger, wider um, mm. playing field. Of like, yeah. How can I stay connected completely with myself and with another person, even if it's, you know, they're voting on the complete opposite spectrum or they're, you know, have to mm. about climate change or whatever it is. And mm. It's really helpful practice, isn't it? <laughs> mm. Yes. Yeah.
And now that's remind me something that oh, Stuart yes. came up with. Oh, yay. Stuart Hill, who, yes. you know, like, in social ecology. And we've touched on this before, yes. where he had students um, adopt a politician or somebody oh. in power yes. and adopt them as if, you know, they didn't have a child like, who'd like that. And so he, he was saying, you know, to give them a, another chance to to connect yes. and you know you could bring those aware parenting principles and, and lens look at them through that yes. that that child um, yeah and it's, it wasn't just a while because he's full of wild ideas like this I love it oh it's, my gosh, he's so man. interesting yes he's got so many stories and um so it's not more than an idea. He actually got them doing this, and and were they writing? There letters? was environmental writing law. Was in, yes. Oh, can yeah. you remind me? Yeah, back in the because that was back, back in the day when you wrote letters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess now it would be like sending an email or you know a maybe, DM. <laughs> yeah, on Twitter yeah, or something. Fashion nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they were so. Real outcomes were yeah there was legislation legislation changes and and things like that made through so each, connections wow so each person like one person would have one you know because i'm particularly interested in this you know but we've talked about this yeah each one person would have one politician or would it be multiple people with one politician um just well, yeah just who one, one. because of the autonomy uh, <laughs> that yes. he, he values yes, yes. <laughs> it would be like so someone. the student would choose. Yeah. Yeah. And they would write handwritten letters to that person. Yeah. And they would But they also researched a little bit about their childhood. Yes. In order to, yeah. you know, to provide the empathy guesses and things like that and to make the personal connections. So they would offer empathy to them about what they were experiencing. Mm. And to have them to consider other things. So yeah, I really it's want to amazing. know more about that because it's so, as you know, that's yeah. something I've been really a lot thinking about in the last year with the what I call the three white men and understanding more about mm. their, their history and background and their and their cultural lineage as well and how yeah. it's so so important. Yeah, yeah. Mm, thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> I still wonder whether we might create something together, <laughs> co-create. Yeah, mm. yeah. Let's talk about that again. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Yay! <laughs> oh, I so enjoyed chatting with you, Brett. Really good. We really might do a ten series sometime if you ever be interested. <laughs> we might do something someday. We've talked about it. We? Um, but I would love as well for the listeners, and I would love to hear what 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 are you doing at the moment? What are your offerings? Where how can people find out more about you if they want to come and work with you and learn from you and mm. do your things and read your articles? Where can <laughs> where can <laughs> Well, right now I'm redoing my websites and things. So there will be a website up soon with, um, it would just be one page, but I'll rebuild it to put more articles and, and things like that. And that'll be at brettdarnesh.com. Um, and people will be able to contact me there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and so I generally do sessions, do the aware parenting kind of session offerings, offerings, mm -hmm. um, and also do a lot of work with uh, people in their intimate relating, so couples or singles and things like that, and they can reach me there. Yay. Yeah. So wonderful. Uh, have you got a Facebook page as well, just while you're, while you're mm. creating the website or are they, because you've been, no, you, you've had yet. so many, haven't you? And you're, and you're bringing them all together in a new, in a new. Yeah. I've tried different uh, angles and yes. things. <laughs> <laughs> in that co-creative co process right now, hey? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but generally it's all like, I do look at a bigger picture of things. Yeah. Um, you know, relationships within the context of everything. Everything's interrelated from yes. past, present, and um, 
So I, I kind of often work with people untangling big knots mm. <laughs> of things that appear to be complicated. They're just complex. And then I see them as two different things. And, yes. and, and yeah, just trusting what's alive for somebody mm. and supporting that. Mm. So wonderful. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much. Thank you for what you bring to the world. Thank you for this conversation. I've really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing your, your continued evolutionary mm. projects. And, Thanks. Um, yeah, sending you lots of love. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's been so good to talk with you again and see you. Yeah, too long. Yeah, too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>